You're listening to Unhooked, the breaking porn addiction podcast. On today's episode, five things they don't tell you at the start of your porn recovery journey. You're definitely going to want to check these out before you begin. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jeremy Lipwitz, and with over 12 years of meditation experience as a mindfulness trainer and coach for high performers, I've become obsessed with helping people break free from compulsive, unhealthy behaviors and addictions and step into a life of true freedom so that they can finally become their best selves and cultivate deeper and lasting fulfillment. I've created Unhooked, the Breaking Porn Addiction Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to master your mind and optimize your life. This is Unhooked. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Unhooked. I am your host, Jeremy Lipkowitz, and I wanted to do a short episode today on some of the things that they don't tell you before you start your porn recovery journey things that would be really helpful to know from the start. You know, because embarking on the journey of porn recovery, it's important to prepare yourself for some of the challenges that you're going to face. To not go into it with rose-colored glasses, thinking that it's going to be easy or simple, because you can have the best intentions and a strong desire to change, but there are certain things that nobody tells you that when you're about to start your porn recovery journey about what's going to happen, there are certain obstacles you're going to encounter. And if you're not prepared, it can really throw you off course. So in this episode, I'm going to cover what I think are the five critical insights into the recovery process that can help make or break your efforts to really find freedom. I'm also going to discuss some strategies you can use to counter these obstacles. So let's dive in. Number one is the understanding that willpower alone is not going to be enough. You know, the first harsh truth is that using willpower alone is not sufficient to conquer addiction. Things like determination, self-control, these are important, but they're only one piece of the puzzle. And porn addiction, it's often deeply rooted. You know, it's something that comes way early on in our childhood, in our development. And so relying on willpower, which is a limited resource, is like trying to swim against the stream. You know, you're going to exhaust yourself quickly. Not only that, if you only stay in the strategy of using willpower, of white knuckling it, and you never work on the deeper issues of why you have the addiction in the first place, This is a recipe for disaster. So this is something we're going to cover later in the episode is looking at these deeper issues of the addiction. So how do we counter this one? Instead of relying solely on willpower, you can educate yourself about the addiction. You can learn about the mechanisms of addiction, the impact on your brain, and also looking at your own personal reasons for why you're escaping. So really understanding the addiction rather than just trying to use willpower. You can also seek support from professionals, from support groups, from men's groups. And also using something we call behavioral architecture is so critically important. This is about setting up your environment to make sure that you're limiting your interaction with things that trigger you. So by combining willpower with knowledge and with external support, 
you can increase your chances of success. All right, the second thing that nobody tells you is that if you don't address the root source of the problem, the root source of your addiction, recovery is going to be short-lived. So a lot of people make the mistake of only focusing on the surface level behavior without diving into the underlying causes of their addiction. So I see people time and time again trying to stop watching porn and not doing any other inner work or personal development work. They think that porn is the problem, and if they could just fix that, everything else would be fine. This is wrong. Porn addiction often serves as a coping mechanism for deeper emotional issues like trauma, anxiety, or a feeling of emptiness. So to achieve long-lasting recovery, it's crucial to identify and address the root causes of your addiction. So you can consider going to therapy or counseling to explore some of these underlying issues. Also, you know, developing healthier coping mechanisms. Again, so much of addiction comes from running away from our problems, running away from the underlying issues. So we need to start to develop some healthy coping mechanisms. If you don't address the root source, again, your recovery is going to be short-lived and you might risk developing a different addiction in its place. So you can use willpower to just try to stop watching porn, but you might just switch over to a different kind of addiction if you're not looking at the underlying issues of why you have addiction in the first place. All right, the third thing that nobody tells you at the start of your recovery journey is that withdrawal symptoms are common. So when you decide to quit porn, to be prepared for experiencing withdrawal symptoms, some of which you might not expect. So just like any addiction, your brain and your body have become accustomed to the dopamine rush that porn provides. And understanding that withdrawal symptoms are a part of the process can help you navigate this process more effectively. So some of the symptoms you might notice when you break free from porn are things like anxiety, irritability, and mood swings. Physical discomfort or something called flatlining can also occur. And this is where you feel like you are losing your sexuality, like you are, it is becoming difficult to be aroused or turned on. So these are some of the symptoms you might experience. So how do you deal with this on your journey? The first is to not worry or stress when you see or experience some of these symptoms. Don't beat yourself up because you are getting irritable because you're flatlining. It's not a sign of failure. It's just your body getting accustomed to the change. So know that you're going to have withdrawal and it may be tough or there may be difficult moments. Another thing you can do to counter this is to start to engage in healthy activities like exercise or meditation or hobbies that make you feel good, make you feel better about yourself. You know, these are so important in the recovery journey. Exercising, sleeping, meeting up with friends, being social, you know, finding ways to deal with some of these symptoms. Over time, your body is going to get used to the changes of having less dopamine and it will calibrate itself. And so some of these symptoms will go away over time. The fourth thing that nobody tells you is to understand that your triggering situations need a plan. So recognizing that certain situations, places, emotional states can trigger your urge to consume 
porn or to act out. It might be stress or loneliness, specific websites that you visit, specific areas that you go to, places like the gym or a nightclub. These can be triggers for making you want to act out. And as we talked about earlier with behavioral architecture, the more you can avoid triggers, particularly in the beginning, the better and easier your recovery is going to be. But knowing that triggers are still going to arise time and time again, no matter how good your plans are, no matter how many app blockers you put in place, you are going to experience these moments of craving, of urges, of triggers. So create a plan to deal with your triggers. So for example, if you experience a moment of craving, to know that you can do 20 push-ups, you can take a cold shower, you can go for a walk, or you can call a friend. These are some of the strategies, the plans that you can put in place for when you get triggered. So being prepared with a plan makes it so much easier to navigate some of these challenging moments. The fifth and final thing that I want to talk about today, the fifth thing that we don't emphasize enough when we talk about recovery, is that recovery takes time and patience. It is not a linear progression. Understanding that any kind of addiction, any kind of recovery is not a quick fix. It is a long-term journey that requires you to be patient and persistent. So you will experience setbacks. There are going to be slip-ups along the way. And it's essential just to remain committed to your recovery goals. So again, one of the most important things I can tell you is to not let one misstep derail your whole journey. If you relapse, yes, it sucks and it's okay. You know, just keep going. Set realistic and achievable goals for yourself for your recovery journey, but also celebrate your successes. You know, no matter how small they seem, if it's your first time hitting 30 days free from porn, really celebrate that and understand that you're making progress. So remember, healing is a gradual process and every day without porn is a step in the right direction. So stay patient, don't be too hard on yourself because it takes time to fully overcome your addiction. Just remember, this is a lifelong journey of continual growth and evolution. All that it requires is that you don't give up on yourself, that you keep moving forward with honesty and with determination to be a better version of yourself. All right, folks, that's it for today. I hope these five tips help you on your journey to recovery. Signing off from Bali, I will catch you on the next episode.